Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I'd like to welcome you back to When He Speaks Erotica from a Man's Perspective. And as always, I'm going to say thank you to the listeners and the supporters who listen to this podcast and who has helped this podcast grow. Tonight, I'm just going to talk ram. You know, I'm just going to ramble tonight. I'm not going to have a topic, and I don't think I'm going to do a question of the night because um, I'm just out and about, you know, and... um. Just thinking about some stuff, you know, my past, my 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 relationships, and and want to see if there was something I could talk about. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I talk about how the failed relationships wasn't my problem, wasn't my it wasn't my fault. And a lot of times I do take blame for stuff. And um, somebody was uh, asking me, it was like, well. Were you that bad in relationships? I'm like, no, I wasn't that bad because I'm, you know, confessing and speaking on it doesn't, you know, say that. Does it really come across that I was a bad uh, person to be in a relationship? Did I have issue relationship issues? And I and I had to honestly, you know, think about that as I was driving. I'm like, no, it wasn't all me. I can totally, I can, I can really look in, I can look in the mirror and totally acknowledge that I didn't cause a lot of breakups. Now that I had my fair share and I will take the blame for that, but there were times when I was lured or pulled into that situation by a woman. Now, and I know some women are going to be like, okay, this motherfucker, you know, he ain't on that bullshit talking about women made him act up or do the shit that he did because women don't want to accept the truth that there are times when they can nag the fuck out of you. They can drain you. They can take your money. They can fuck your homeboy. They can do a lot of shit that make you not really want to fuck with them no more, you know, and just step away. I mean, there've been times when, you know, people would take for granted that when I say I was done with them, they really didn't believe that. What they would do, they would kind of like still hang on to the relationship and call me and ask me to do stuff. And, you know, can you come by? And I'm like, you know what? I can show you better. I can tell you. I can tell you all day and you ain't going to get it. But let me show you. So I would ignore them and, and not call and not, you know, go by the house. And if I saw them out, you know, I would get into, you know, talk to someone else, get in someone else's face. And, you know, I would say, hey, how you doing? And keep it going. So I think that had to let women know that certain women that, okay, he's done with me completely. You know what I'm saying? He done went to that extent to let me know that he's not fucking with me, you know? And sometimes it needed to be done because some people just don't get it that, you know, you're done with them. They think they can have you hang on. And, and, and one of the, the main, uh, I think one of the, things that a lot a lot of women bank on it's that thing they got between their legs for some reason that that seems to be like the holy grail that seems to be like the blueprint to every every situation ladies to a weak man yeah you you can pull that off you can use that beautiful organ that you got between your legs to hold a man at bay. If he's weak in mind and weak in the heart and weak in the spirit, 
But if you got a man who don't get phased by that, not because I can pull women at any time, because it, it, it never, pussy never ruled me. Now, okay, let me, let me, let me tell you that. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you that. There's been a couple of times. There's been a couple of times when, you know, it had me on lock. Clank, clank. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, 90% of the time in my relationships, pussy didn't rule me. It didn't keep me at bay. It didn't, like, have a hold on me. So women think that you, you know, need that in order to survive. A weak man, yeah. A strong man, he needs money. He needs to stand on his square. He needs to be about something. He needs to build his, 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 you know, make sure his family's okay. And he needs to build himself. He needs to improve in everything that he does as a man every day. He's not going to just be satisfied with, with who he is. And if that woman don't understand, if that woman can't help him grow as a man, then guess what? He's stepping off. He's stepping the fuck off. Because he ain't got time. Because... You ladies will be the weak link in his chain. And if and if a man, if a strong man recognizes that a woman is a weak link in his chain, then guess what? He's going to get rid of that weak link. And he's going to weld that chain back together and keep it moving. So, and, and this ain't bashing. This just talking. This me talking, you know, speaking my, you know, my facts from my perspective. And, um... Honestly, I just feel like a lot of men get a raw deal for not being what a woman wants him to be. You can't change a man. You can't make a man be who you think he should think think he should be or who you want him to be. Because you won't let a man change you. You won't let a man dictate who you're supposed to be in a relationship. So why is it that it's okay for you to do it? Why is it for you to treat a man like a child and think it's okay? Curse him out. You know, tell him he ain't shit. Say his mama ain't shit. And then you give him a call at 7 o'clock in the morning. Hey, babe, I was going through something. You know I love you. Why don't you come through and get some of this good love? What? You don't say my mama ain't shit? Hell no. Keep your pussy. <laughs> and I don't mean it sounds so vulgar. I'm just being silly right now. But that's how men feel. You know what I'm saying? If you take them through changes and, and disrupt they flow, then they're not fucking with you. A real man won't fuck with you. A high-valued man, the, the same thing that you ask for, ladies, a high-valued man. What the fuck is a high-valued man? Why do I have to be high value when you on TikTok or Instagram twerking? What's your value? What is it that you bring to the table other than ass? Tennis ass. Come on, ladies. Come on. And like I say, this ain't bashing. This is just me talking. Because there's a lot of of radio shows and TV shows and books where women try to tell how a man 
supposed to be? How the fuck can a woman tell a man how he's supposed to be? I have seen studs who are all manly-like. But whenever a situation where a snake or... Now, don't get me wrong. I'm scared. I don't fuck with snakes neither. But whenever something happens where, you know, a man needs to get involved, that stud personality goes out the window and they become the woman that they are. Now, I don't have any issues with anybody who are studs or who, you know, are, um, you know, homosexual or whatever. That, that, that ain't my, you know, I don't have no hang up with that. I'm just speaking. But it's just funny how a situation can make you into who you really are. A lot of women don't want to hear this. A lot of women don't feel like uh, I should be, you know, I should probably talk like this. You know what I'm saying? But it's true. And I'm talking about it from my point of view, from what has happened to me, what I have gone through, what I have seen, what I have dealt with. So when I see situations on TV or when I read something and I see what a woman is asking or seeking a high-valued man, what do you bring to the table other than pussy? Which a man can get anywhere. He can pay for it. He can walk into the gas station and meet the, the cashier behind the, the counter. He can walk into a bakery and get some donuts. He can find pussy anywhere. He can go online and find pussy. Sex is available 24-7 to any man if he's on the square. If he know how to get it. So the fact that women use their vagina as a weapon, as a, as a treasure chest, as the golden goose, golden goose, that day is like, it's, it's pretty much gone. It's, 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 it's non-existent to, to a real man, to a strong man. A weak man, yeah. You can pull him all day, ladies. You can get him to wash your, uh, your car, cut your grass, uh, pressure wash the house, and put some money in the damn uh, bank account for you, and feed the kids. All because of what you got between your legs. And this ain't about what you got between your legs. No, this is about me talking about women bringing men to a point where they don't want to be bothered with them, where they want to, you know, walk away when they, when women are the problem and it's not the man. And sure, there are some men that are not shit. There are some men that do some fuck shit. There are men who just ain't going to be shit. You know what I'm saying? They're going to leave this earth as ain't shit motherfuckers. But for the men who are, grinding, for the men who stand up and take care of the kids, for the men who will open the door for his woman, for the man who will make sure that his woman has gas before she go to work the next morning, who will take the car to the gas station and put gas in the car so that way she ain't got to worry about that before she got to go to work. 
the man who would just bring you lunch just because when the man who would say, you know what, it's not Valentine's Day, it's not your birthday and it's not Christmas, but you know what, God damn it, I love your ass. Here, here's this ring, put it on your finger. For that type of man, I salute him. And there are men are out there like that, ladies. Stop twerking online and find that man. Present yourself in a way where that man can find you. You find him and he find you. We'll find each other. It don't make a difference. Stop believing what people say a man supposed to come find you. If you got to get out there and go find your man, girl, go out there and get one. Clean him up. I saw this lady who was communicating with this guy in jail for 10, 15 years. He just got out recently. They got married the day he got out. Now I don't know. I don't know this lady, but I was just I saw her on a uh, on a uh, social plat social media platform. Now I know she probably was doing her thing during that time, you know. But you know, communicating with him, she, you know, kept that strong. Cause with him being in jail, his resources and limitations, his, his resources was limited. You know what I'm saying? So she did most of the work. Now, I don't know how long that relationship is going to last. I hope it lasts forever because stuff like that, stories like that is kind of uh, inspirational. It lets you know that love ex still exists and anything is possible. Now, would I have done it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I know that if my heart is in the right place and if we get together and we make it, then I'm just going to go with the flow. And that's with any situation. But um, for that to happen, I thought that was like, wow, that's dedication. That's determination. That's commitment. And like I said, she probably was doing her thing. She probably had some side piece on the, you know, on the side until the dude got out. But her focus was on that man that she met 10, 15 years ago. Because when he got out, they got together and they're married. Then she took him to the mall and bought him some clothes. Then she bought him some clothes. He didn't even wait till he got home. He changed his clothes in the mall. Which I understand. You know, he for years he'd been wearing certain clothes and now he get a chance to wear some Jordan. I get it. I understand that. But that's dedication. Commitment. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of women don't have that. It's all about what you can do for me. It's all about what you can do for my kids. It's all about... Um, I, I even went through something like, well... She don't live in your household, so I don't think you need to claim her on your taxes. I personally went through that. And I said, you know what? Okay. And it was like, well, she needs this. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. She don't live in my household. So when she comes to my household, she going to get everything she needs. But she's in your household and she needs certain things then, you know, you being the, the man of your house, 
You run your house the way you run. But when she comes to my house, she's going to be good. Had to throw that in there. You know what I'm saying? Had to throw that in there. But, um, I, I, you know, people go through that. People go through that type of situation where, you know, um, if, if you have a child together and if you are taking care of the child, women can feel like they're the, 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 the sole parent until it's time for you to come out your pocket. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of little things that add up to why men don't stay with a certain person or don't even fuck with that person. And once again, this ain't about bashing. This is just me talking, me doing my podcast, but doing it in a different way. Who don't like it? Okay. If someone don't want to listen to my podcast, okay. I'm good with that. But I'm going to speak my mind. Like I've always said, I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to say what it is that I'm feeling. And tonight, this is what I'm feeling. This has been on my mind. This is what I see when I when I do research or when I'm looking at certain stuff online or when I'm watching TV and I see the high-valued man or men ain't shit or um, um, the reason why I'm dating a man who's the reason why I'm not dating a black man. That's another, that's another, another, uh, thorn in my side. And I, and trust me, interracial relationships have no problem with it. None whatsoever. Um, I think some relationships, some interracial relationships are some of the best relationships, just like some black people, that's together, that's been together for a long period of time, some of the best relationships, even white people who have been together for a long period of time. I think that's a beautiful thing because you got two people who found a reason not to give up. And if they did give up, they stuck it out. They found a way back to each other. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of men and women can't do that. It's always... A man ain't shit. And on the flip side, that blank ain't shit. And I'm not going to say what most men say. You know what I'm saying? Because I have said it, but it's, it's not who I am as a person. I don't look at women as bitches and hoes. I don't. I don't. Even when I'm mad, it, you have to really get me mad for me to think like that. I think it's been two or three women that made me think like that. But anyway, for the most part, I don't look at women like that. So there's a lot of people who can't or who won't find a way to stay together, find a way to make things work. But we're talking about women. I'm talking about women. That's how this started, and that's how I'm going to, you know, keep this, this energy because it, every day is something different. Every day there's some reason why men and women can't make it work. And for me, every time I think about it, it's a mystery. I can I cannot put it together. I cannot, you know, get a clear answer. And me being as old as I am, 
you would think I would know that answer, but it's like it's such a fucking mystery. It's such a big fucking mystery why women shit on us. And vice versa. I, I can't say women shit on us and not say men do the same thing. I can't. Because being realistic, there's a lot of men who ain't shit. Now, have I been in that category who, of a man who wasn't shit? Yeah. Plenty of times, plenty of people say I ain't shit. And I accepted that. But I also made myself come out of that category, too. I personally took myself out of that category because I recognized that I was an ain't shit type motherfucker. So with a change in who I was, changing my thought process, changing in, in the way I moved, the way I treated people, the way I acted, the way I saw things, ele elevated me beyond the ain't shit type motherfucker to someone who has some common sense, who has some general sense, who was raised, who went back to who his mother and grandmother and stepfathers and basketball coach and, you know, some of my uncles and aunts raised as a man with, with good moral character. It took me a while to get back to this, and I'm still a work in progress. I'm not perfect by no means. I'm not the best husband-type material, but I'm working on it. I want to be, and I will be. But back to, you know, women bringing men to a place where, you know, they can call a minute where they can say that a man ain't shit. Um, I, I honestly think if a lot of women took the time to recognize that part of them, then they would uh, have better relationships. They would be able to find a relationship that will work for them because they understand that, okay, I may have made the last relationship uh, fucked up. So let me make sure that this relationship is not a bad one. Let me work hard to ensure that this relationship works for me because nobody wants to be alone. Nobody don't want to get in their fifties and sixties and seventies, hopefully eighties and be alone. There's some there's enough people there's enough people for anybody to make a perfect match with somebody. But you gotta do the work. You gotta be consistent, you gotta be willing, you gotta be loyal, you gotta be trustworthy, you gotta be sexual, and not so much intercourse, but you know, the fucking of the mind. If 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 you can if you can make love to somebody's mind, if you can fuck somebody's mind, then you can Physical sex ain't nothing. And when I say fuck them, I don't mean fuck them over or treat them any kind of way. I'm talking about sexually get into their mind and just be on one accord where everything is like where both of you are as one. Where both the man and the woman think alike. I know I see women who are married without their wedding ring on. But then the minute you take your the minute a man takes his wedding ring off, 
It's the end of the world. I see women who let other men who are not their husband or boyfriend hug them and kiss all over them. I'm like, the minute a man does that, it's a problem. You ready to kill the, 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 the woman. But it's okay for you to do it. I know there was this one chick who told me she didn't think nothing was wrong with it, but had a problem when somebody liked the thing on my Facebook page. Just ran up to some dude she used to deal with and hugged him. I'm like, are you serious? I said, okay. Then I didn't I, I didn't say nothing to her. I just, you know, we was in this little club and the chick, it was a couple, it was these tall chicks. I guess they was on the basketball team. And with me being six six, they kind of like gravitated towards me. And my girl was sitting over in the corner, you know, talking to dude, and then when he walked off. She was sitting there talking to some other girls, some other young ladies, but saw, but her eyes was on me and the tall women talking because they wanted to know that I play basketball and all like that. And then I have a woman. So <laughs> when I pointed and said, yeah, that's my woman over there, they looked at me and like, hmm, okay. Kind of short, huh? I said, yeah, she, she a little shorty, but you know, she good people, you know. But it was like, she was mad the whole night. But she started it by hugging somebody she used to fuck with. Come on. I don't care who he is. If it ain't me, you better not put your arms around. You better not be in his face. Because if you don't want me showing attention to some six five, six two, six three, six five tall chicks, you better not be talking to some dude you was fucking. But anyway. Um yeah, this is, I'm going to do this for about 30 minutes, man. I got like maybe four minutes left and I'm going to cut it short. But yo, um, this is just me rambling, me talking. And I'm going to uh, probably have some more conversations like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's good for me, you know what I'm saying, as far as therapy, helping me through some shit. But um, thank you for checking out the podcast. Continue to listen, continue to support. Um, you can reach me at when he speaks erotica at Gmail. If you have any questions, anything you want to critique me on, as long as you're respectable. And you know what, man? Y'all have a good night. Take care of yourselves. And I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.